This is 46. Yeah. All right, here we go. Welcome to Adventure Guys, the podcast for humans and dogs. I'm Eric the Human. And I'm Nick the Human. And we have an exciting, exciting episode today. Well, they're all exciting episodes, Nick. Don't you think so? I do. I do. But it's a little <laughs> bit, let's let's not sell it short. It's a little bit extra on this one. A little bit extra. Just, we, we teased at the very end of the last episode, but at the end of this episode, we're going to, we're going to play a new tune for you and... Eric, do you want to explain? Want to set up a little bit? Yep, I've got a new solo EP coming out on August sixth uh, for the general public. But if you want it right now for free, you can sign up for my Patreon, and you can get a copy of it that way. Or uh, else, you'll just have to wait until August sixth. Um, but tonight, we're gonna play one of those songs on Adventure Guys. Yeah, I'm really excited about it and for people to hear this. I think one of the coolest parts about this podcast, one of the best things is the music on this podcast. Everyone who's of my friends who's listened to it has been like, I don't know about adventure. I, you know, some of my friends aren't as hip to the cartoon universe as we and our listeners are. Um, but they still are like, yo, that music is so cool. It hits you right out there. And like, Eric, you're the mastermind. We've, you've done all the music, except I've done two songs, both of which you mixed. So, and then one of which I think you even added some extra love and care to it. So I, I give you, you know, you're, you're the musical maestro and, uh, of this show. So if you guys are liking what, what, what's been going on here, you got to give this guy's solo EP a shot. And this record is definitely the closest of my solo output or any output, uh, to the adventure guys, incidental music. Yeah. I love There's, there's a little bit of chip tune. It's a little bit of ska, but not really. A little bit punk, but not really. <laughs> yeah, it's perfect. That's what I'm all about. Um, it's it's a perfect, you know. And I think what this also does by premiering this song is f- raise a very valid question, which Sean posed to me after one of the last episodes he was on, which he said, "Now, Nick, is Adventure Guys really just a music podcast where you happen to talk about Adventure Time every once in a while?" <laughs> and I think right now the answer might might be yes for this episode. <laughs> that's honestly that's how I sell it to people first, and then you know maybe they're like, "Oh, Adventure Time! I love that show!" Like that's the response. That's smart. Like, if maybe, I'm lucky, that's, maybe I, that's maybe I happens. should tell people in my life that it it is weird. I you know I even though I as we've established in the 45 previous episodes. I came to Adventure Time a bit more casually than you, but I always had a reverence for the show, and a lot of people in my life have reverence for the show. But as I've been starting this podcast and I explain to people I'm doing it on um, the greatest cartoon ever, Adventure Time, it's just funny some of the blank stares that I've gotten. <laughs> yeah. Or like, what, yeah. a cartoon? What? I mean, I- there, there are definitely people I've mentioned it to where I expected a reaction yeah. and did yeah. not get one. Yeah, and- <laughs> that's, what's, that's, what I, that's what gets me. But then there's been people... That I, that I've mentioned it to, and and their heads have been like, oh, what? 
Um, <laughs> like super great. And on the music tip, we had the new song from Arlie. Um, their bassist is a huge Adventure Time fan. I'm trying to get on on this podcast, but their new song Karma. Um, I've been working on. I I, I talked about on air how I moved jobs. Right. This is I must have talked about this week like months ago at this point. But yeah, I, had, I, I think it's come up here and there. Here and there. But I moved jobs, and I'm now I'm like a marketing director at, at Atlantic and uh, work on rollouts for bands and, you know, marketing things. <laughs> a lot. There's a lot that goes into it. But then we can don't have to go into that right now on, on the Adventure <laughs> Time podcast. But um, this is the first project where I start to finish. Like I came and got this new job, and they're like, Nick, Arlie finished their record. We now have to figure out how we're going to put this out. And what, what's the arc going to look like and everything. And now the rollout is actually starting. So it's really, spe- it's pretty special because it's my first project where I got to like, you know, soup to nuts, figure out how the rollout for this record would go out. And I couldn't, it couldn't be more excited because I think it's a special band. So that's rad. Yeah. I really liked what I've seen so far from them. Yay. That makes me happy to hear. <laughs> um, And on a similar note, Eric, I, I was going to text you about this, but I thought we have a podcast to talk about such things. I found the band Brainiac this week. Have you ever listened to Brainiac? No, I don't know them. Brainiac is from the early 90s, um, from Dayton, Ohio. And, you know, they were on Lollapalooza. They toured with Beck until they, like, tragically, their singer died in 97, right as they were getting ready to sign like a big major label deal and whatever. And everyone's like, Oh, this would have been such a cool band. And I never really listened to them over the years. I'd heard Cedric, um, you know, notable hero of mine from <laughs> at the driving in Mars Volta talk about how awesome Brainiac is. And as, after I was listening to this, this, uh, I finished listening to the box set of the Mars Volta and I was watching some live videos and it rolled into an interview and he was like, you gotta listen to Brainiac. So I checked out Brainiac and dude, it is so damn awesome. This band Brainiac, <laughs> it is so fucking cool. And you listen to it and it's like, and I'm looking at it. I'm like, this record came out in 94 and then I'm hearing it. I'm like, this literally sounds like the blood brothers or what? Or daughters <laughs> or at the, the drive-in or even a little bit of modest mouse. And I'm like, wait, the blood brothers were happening in like the mid two thousands. This came out in 94. Like what? And it's like crazy. It's dissonant the way it's there. It's rhythmically interesting. It has this energy to it. That's just fucking electric. Even on the records, the guy uses crazy as vocal effects. I don't know. Like you got to check this out. I think you'll really get a kick out of this band. Eric it's called Brainiac. Um, All right. Sure. I, I mean, I, dropping references like blood brothers and daughters. Yeah. I, but from the nineties, that piques my interest. <laughs> yeah. From 94. I'm like, what, who else I was talking about with a friend. I'm like, dude, like, how on earth have we never heard about this band? And it's like, you could, there's no way that the blood brothers and never listened to Brainiac. Like you listen to this and you're like, Oh man, like this is like, this is where they were getting it from. Um, in a good way though. And, um, I watched the, there's a documentary on them and I watched a lot of you. I went down the whole rabbit hole. Cause I was just like, I gotta know what the, what the fuck this thing is. Um, so that's my music talk for the week. Well, shit, I'll check it out then. Yeah. Um, you're getting right. Re- I mean, I, I go, well, go back to your stuff. Super stoked about this EP rollout for the solo EP. Um, it's really good. And you took some pictures this week that uh, you have a pink mohawk right now, which is new. I, yeah. Pink, pink for the first time. I was uh, debating between pink and purple. How did I you? Went with, I went with soft pink, not neon pink. 
how did you land on that? I mean, it was maybe a 10 second decision just okay. looking at the boxes in CVS. <laughs> you just went there and then there and went, yeah, that one. <laughs> That's great. I'll do purple next time. Ah. Like, yeah, sure. <laughs> I love it. I've long thought about dyeing my hair and I never pulled the trigger, but as I'm getting to the age where my hair could go, maybe it's time to really do it before the opportunity's lost. That's exactly what I've been thinking. <laughs> I just don't know. Dude, look at my hair right now. Like, is it fit with my vibe to really dye my hair? I, I just don't know. Uh, Yeah, you could pull it off. Yeah. What color should I do? I wanted to bleach my hair in like 2013, and I got talked out of it heavy by every female in my life. <laughs> you could do blue for sure. Blue. That's what I always wanted to do. Ever since I saw Mark Hoppus on, on MTV. <laughs> Which you heard the news about Mark, right? Yeah, that's sad. Very sad. But he seems to be taking it in stride publicly. At least, um, yeah, that 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 made me upset. But we'll see. Uh, but yeah, I have pink hair. I took photos. I did a professional photo shoot yesterday. First ever. Uh, uh no, not my first ever. The Holophonics have done some photo shoots. But oh yeah. This was yeah. my first solo photo shoot. It felt. Very awkward at first, but uh, ultimately it was a lot of fun. Shout out to Josh from Backyard Superheroes, who is my photographer. Love it. Scotho taking care of their own. Yeah. Um, um, so some of those images might be circulating. But yeah, I mean, I'm stoked for this EP. The, the, the song that we're going to play tonight, um, it's an Adventure Time cover. Oh, hell yeah. Should have lived with I've, that. I've kind of made a point of my last three solo releases I've done a cover from a cartoon now obviously on well for me on the last one only momentary you you cover the wonderful song from steven universe love like you yeah the steven universe end credit song yeah and then what did you do on the one before that was that a pack rat yeah on that album i did uh well it's not written for a cartoon but it was famously featured in rick and morty uh the song by chaos chaos Mm. it's on it's on that like super tragic episode of rick and morty uh the unity episode oh right at the very end he's like depressed and in his garage and doesn't even have the energy to shoot himself in the head (laughs) fuck yeah It's, it's so crushing that's cool though. Yeah, that song, Do You Feel It? Uh, that's kind of, I, honestly, that was instrumental in shaping like the style of that album and kind of going forward of like a lot of distortion and feedback and like uh, shoegazy moments in like the punk world, I guess. Mm-hmm. I don't know how, how far down that road you can get while still being in the punk world. Sure, but. there you have it. That's cool. Go check them out. I I can't wait to hear this song at the end. Um, Yeah, I mean, I guess listeners could just skip to the end and listen to it right now. (laughs) Or you could get the proper contour of the episode and listen to it, you know, after we have our discussion. And it's a good wind down song, I I think. Hell yeah. Well, we'll give you a good discussion, too. (laughs) Believe you me. Episode discussion. So, did we watch episode 7-Eleven 
Yeah. Season yeah. seven, episode because the wiki says season seven, episode ten. Oh. I don't know. The wiki's not always it's the right. stakes part six, right? Is it part six? Yeah, stakes part six. That's what Take I take her back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. One of the, one of these days, it's going to be funny because we we will find out that we've watched different episodes. I was really afraid that was happening right now. Did you hear me frantically googling to be like, "That's the one I watched," right? You were uh, googling. Yeah. What? We better play that Google theme song. Oh, that, what? <laughs> I feel like I just unlocked some sort of secret level in a video game that I didn't know was there. You didn't know about that song? No, we've never heard that song. I guess we have. When? The last time you said you had to Google something. I don't remember it. (laughs) Sorry. Sorry, everyone. Well, we did watch the same episode. Yeah. Um, It's a part of the Stakes miniseries. And it opens with a shot of Simon and Betty baking a pie, and then a vampire comes to their door with flowers, and then everyone starts burping. Well, it's Marceline. That is Marceline. I don't... Okay, so I don't know this. Like, can you explain that to me a little bit? <laughs> I uh, I think this is supposed to be some sort of alternate future. Ah. Uh, well, th- that there, she's there's an alternate... playing out in her oh. subconscious. I remember the other future... We see the future later on with PB. Yeah, that is another alternate future, I mm, guess. Okay. Okay. Well, that was interesting. Um, <laughs> and then, yeah, but then they're then they, they get uh, there's all this burping going on by the characters in the scene, and it's Finn and Jake just burping, and they're like, "Oh, our parents used to burp on us to make us feel better." And Princess Bubblegum's like, "That's not." That's not what happened. Like that, your parents just burp on you for fun. They're like, "Oh, okay." And I, that I was like, "Great line, great it, line." It was Jesus. great, but I was like, "You guys are annoying me right now." We were getting to some real shit. I, I don't need this like <laughs> dumb burping happening right now. Not not now. But I guess that's the thing. And then Princess Bubblegum asks if they know what hubris is, which no, they don't. Short answer: No. They they talk about it, uh, which is pretty funny. Um. And she's got to blame. LSP it. knows what it means. Yeah, LSP does. She calls out Princess Bubblegum immediately. That sounds like you. Yeah, <laughs> PB kind of fesses up to it. Like yeah, yeah. Yeah, she, yeah, she's like, I was overconfident. I threw her into the situation, but uh, she's just concerned for her friend. So they're like, all right, look, what are we gonna do? And <laughs> Peppermint Butler is like, hey, look, I poison myself all the time for research. I have a poison lab back at the. Candy Kingdom Castle, and there, she's like, "Oh, really? Okay, let's go there." Which I was like, "Wait, what?" Um, so they all go back, and in the same time, they're like, "Finn, Jake, you go, you go, you guys stake back Moon so we can get her powers from her." And they go, "Okay." And LSP doesn't know what to do, and she just sits there, and it's like, "Good riddance." She's out of this episode now. <laughs> yeah. Um. Perfect. Finally. Per- like she was in that episode for like a whole minute or two. Yeah. Oh. 
And like a stake pops out of her back, like a vampire stake, and you're like, wait, what was that? Yeah, so I don't know what happened in part five, but yeah. it yeah. was definitely a cliffhanger of some sort. Of some sorts. <laughs> Barely mattered. So Finn and Jake are looking for Moon, and they find Moon's pearls all over the ground, and they're like, it's her boogers, and Jake's like, maybe worse, and he thinks it's gross, and it is like, wait, what the fuck are those? Um... I don't know if that comes out when she walks and they find her in this huge, like sleeping almost like a snake sort of. in one of those huge, like, what would you even call that? Like a, like a, like a vase that's gigantic with a top. An urn. An urn, like a giant. It's like an urn. Like you watch Indiana Jones and the snakes come out of the urn. Like one of those things, like from Egypt. Yeah. I mean, like, is, is it supposed to be like an actual like urn because she's, Undead or something? She's oh, a vampire. Well, that would make sense. I, I don't know. That I mean, that just came to me right now. Is that yeah. smart? Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> so they 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 find her and then they just immediately stab her, and the the stake comes out of her and they're like, it healed it right out of her or something like that. And they try doing it again, doesn't work. They put her in the sun. Her face starts burning and bubbling until it heals again. And they're like, what can we do? And Finn just proceeds to keep stabbing her, or in his words, stick her for hours on end. Hours. And you and and you hear it and they're showing it. It's like, this is I know this is like fantastical, but this is disturbing. Yeah, I, I it kind of calls into question what are these vampire powers all about, which is a discussion I know we've had before. <laughs> yeah. But I guess she heals and which, but when she's killed at the end, she's just stabbed. I didn't, I also, I, okay. I wasn't paying a whole lot of attention to this episode. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> oh my God. Are you getting a weird crackling noise right now, by the way? Yeah, I was getting it before. The fuck is that? Sounds Is it your fault or I, is it my fault? Sounds like it's your fault, but I don't know. <laughs> we'll press ahead. Um, yeah, well, I think it's because during the day she might be able to be, like, impenetrable, but then at night she wakes up and it seems like then you can stab her, and that's when Peppermint Butler stabs her later. That's how I understood the rules. I mean, I don't know. Contextually. Anyway, so then they can't get her, and they realize that it probably wasn't stake her back, it was take her back, and that they need to take her back to get the powers. So then it's night, she wakes up, and they're like, hey, chase us, and they start a chase scene. Meanwhile, at the Candy Kingdom, they're coming in. the The King of Ooh is there, and uh, what is what does Princess Bubblegum yell at the King of Ooh? I don't remember. Monarchies aren't a democracy. Oh, <laughs> then she kicks him over, and I, I, it's pretty cute. great kick. Great kick. And it's pretty cute how the Banana Guards are like, "We miss you, Princess Bubblegum." Yeah, she takes care of everyone. Um. And they go into Peppermint Butler's room where he's been doing these like tests and lab. And it's like a really badass study. And Peppermint Butler, always mysterious. Yeah. Got a secret poison lab. Just and there's a picture of him like really buff above <laughs> at the very top. We've had a lot of Peppermint Butler recently. I'm happy about that. Me too. He eluded <laughs> us for a while and I was like, I really want to know more about this guy. But I think there's there's a quality pepper and butler that you you'll never really know him, right? You'll never there's too much to know, really. I yeah, I wonder what his relationship with 
other people it, like how how did he know death did he have like a meaningful intimate relationship with anyone or is he like one of those like mysterious characters that like compartmentalizes their like their interaction like their personality yeah i don't like they're I don't, this like, kind of person with pb this kind of person with death this kind of person oh, with yeah. peons like finn and jake i think that him and princess bubblegum have a very like servant queen princess relationship but then when he goes out into the world it's uh, it's different like it's like a it's like a boss employee relationship with princess bubblegum then he goes out into the world and he's just rolling like <laughs> does he hang out at prismos we've talked about that i don't i don't know i don't know either but i kind of picture him in that whole sphere where he like goes to a party and it's like a party at prismos place and all those characters are just kind of there and they're like peppermint butler what's up like that's that's how i figure he knows everyone because there seems to be kind of a social scene for a lot of these wild (laughs) characters and i just i picture he's just kind of in the mix he deserves to be yeah yeah i don't know i don't know if that's true or not but uh that's what it feels like to me so anyway they start uh going back to finn and jake they're running and leading the moon so her name's moon right and she's a vampire I don't know. I don't know. And she's and she's going and she's running fast and with like a million legs underneath her. It's how they illustrate it. Dude, the animation, uh, yeah. this episode had a lot of the same style of computer generated animation. Did you notice like the chase scene and when Finn is crawling on the ground and there's like some other instance where it's like very clearly they're not doing frame by frame drawing anymore. Like they're using computer assisted assisted stuff especially like that perspective where the characters are heading towards the camera it didn't look bad but it's it's noticeably a different style and it took me out of it a little bit yeah i hear you it's uh i didn't notice it that much but i do know what you're talking about i don't know it's it's different for the show but yeah it's i have such a you know over the past year or so developed a newfound appreciation for traditional yes, animation yes. like actually drawing everything because there's so many shortcuts now with software and the thing is though it, the computer stuff still just doesn't look quite as good as yeah. just drawing everything frame by frame same thing with a lot of special effects in movies i know this is kind of a tangent but <laughs> <laughs> what is a podcast if not a place for tangents and I was listening, somebody was talking about on a podcast today, The Thing from the 80s with John Carpenter, which I've probably brought up on this show as one of my favorite movies now. I only saw it two years ago, and I've already yeah. seen it like four times. But the special effects in that movie hold the fuck up, and it's from the 80s. And then you watch something from the early 2000s, and it looks dated, you know? Um, there's something about some of these old ways sometimes that just really works. Animation. you can. You can tell. Yeah. I think Adobe has a, a program just for character animation now. I would love to, we should find someone to actually, you know, I'm just saying that this shit, I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. I would love to interview somebody who's in the animation world at some point or like in some ways to, to, to maybe run us through the process a little more. That'd be fun. Yeah. I was thinking about trying some very noob style animation I only just finished like (laughs) 
figuring out how to like draw a cartoon character for the <laughs> first time. <laughs> yeah. But I, I was, I was thinking about trying to create some sort of small animation, like just a few frames um, with just a little bit of motion just to try and figure out, out that world a little bit. Like I'm not trying to be an animator. Like I don't want to do that, but I just, I want to at least see what it's, what the process is like on a very small scale just to like have an insight. Yeah. Dude, do it. I fully support it. I'm someone <laughs> it's who's so much work. It's so much work. You're just oh, drawing yeah. the same thing over and over and like, yeah. <laughs> I know it's not one of those things you can kind of just, eh, I'll take like an hour and do it <laughs> and see what it's all about. Like you got to really dig in. We'll see. <clears throat> yeah. Anyway, should we go back? To, I'll go back. To, I'll go back to the show. They, I mean, there's not much left. They get back there. Oh, so they're in Moon's Light, and she, the Moon, this like demon vampire, has a really frightening voice that's all fucked up, de- demonic. Oh, yeah. And they're like, You're running in my light, is what the Moon says. And then they keep running. They get all the way there. Um, and right before they get there, though, we see that Peppermint Butler gives her like a potion, Marceline. And she falls asleep, and they're like, "What do we do now? We just wait." Um, there's an infuriating exchange with the banana guards, um, <laughs> which I don't like. Now, Eric, I got—I wanted to say I was like, "This is something I should bring up because the banana guards—they—they they have a couple hours to wait before Peppermint Butler's like anti-poison agent kicks in and wakes up Marceline." And he's like, "We should do something else." And Princess Bubblegum's like, "What?" He goes, we should play a video game. And she goes, I don't like video games. And Peppermint Butler says, I eh, mean, neither. I don't even own a video game or a system or anything. And then from there, two of the banana guards have this really infuriating exchange about, I like video games. What video game do you have? Well, it's a video of yoga. Well, that's not a video game. Yeah, it is. It's a video. And I, and I do the yoga. And they don't understand. And I hated that. And I was like, you know what? I talk a lot about liking nonsense. You hated that? Yeah. I was going to say, you know what? I take I let I talk a lot about liking nonsense on the show and things that take us off course. But you know, characters like um tree trunks or onion and Steven Universe. But I was like this is I think just to further define my taste a little bit. This is a type of nonsense I don't enjoy where I'm like it's just stupid and it's not accomplishing anything. I'm like no thank you. I don't need this. And I don't know. I just felt like I wanted okay. to say that to you to f- just, or the listeners, just so they know, like, while I do enjoy nonsense, I guess I do feel a little bit selective about it. Let it be known. Anyway. So then I, I thought it was funny. I thought, I thought it was a funny joke. Interesting. Roll reversal on this one. <laughs> and we go into Marceline's dream or potential future, right? Yeah, for the second time. For the second time. And this one... She sing, she's singing another song. She's singing songs in her dreams. It's cool. We get two Marceline mini songs in this episode. Oh, yeah, we do. And in this one, Peppermint Butler's in the front yard digging a big hole, and she's singing a song, playing her bass, and she's old as shit. And right, this bubble come, comes over and talks to her, but she's still young. And they have a conversation. I don't remember what they say. Does It, it seems sort of like they're living together. Yeah, something about weeds in yeah. the garden. Is that right? I don't I don't remember. Yeah. Dude, yeah, I was not really paying attention to this episode. <laughs> Too excited about this Sorry. song premiere. Anyway, 
Yeah, so they were there, and then they come out, and then Finn and Jake are there, and they're like, God, that moon's here! And they try to stop her, but she has some sort of powers that just make them immobilized. And Princess Bubblegum lock her, locks herself and Marceline in this sort of casket bed thing. It has a lock on it. And Moon comes over and, with its mind, unlocks it. I think by saying pigs over and over. Yeah. And don't they ask her, did you yeah. just unlock this by saying pigs? pigs over? <laughs> yeah. Princess Bubblegum does. And, and luckily, right at that moment, we're in the dream and then Marceline wakes up and then just immediate. Oh, and then Peppermint Butler saves the day and stabs Moon and then uh, Marceline sucks the soul out of it. Um, and then the episode's over. Now, Marce- I forget that Marceline, like, obviously the vampire slayer, but she, so she can, she, she eats the souls. Does that erode at her at all? I know that this is probably a dumbass question that I'm supposed to know. No, I think that's her intrinsic demon power. Got it. Okay. That's like from her dad's side. Yeah. Yeah. Um, got it. So interesting episode. Now, uh, another question. It's called the stakes. Now, obviously it's because of these things. Is that have any meta qualities to it? Like now they're adding true stakes to the show. Sure. <laughs> cool. <laughs> Eric. Yeah. Did you see a snail? <laughs> yep, I saw the snail. Nick, did you see the snail? No, I didn't. Yeah, I saw it. And I was like, no way Nick is going to get this. <laughs> Where was it? It was in a sink. Wow. Outside of... Uh, Peppermint Butler's Poison Lab, I think. <laughs> Got it. I love that you weren't watching it, barely watching, and you're like, yeah, I saw it, and Nick won't see it. Even <laughs> though he's definitely going to watch the episode twice and take notes. Yeah, I was I was uh, in and out during the 11 minutes, and I just happened to really scrutinize one of the moments I was in, and he was there real quick. I was like, oh, hell no, Nick is never going to see that. <laughs> Too much on my mind to be looking for the snail, apparently. All right. Well, congratulations to me. One second. One second. I'm sorry. Congratulations. You deserve it on this episode. Um, should we should we roll right into the old miscellaneous mania? There's things you may not know. Zarek and Nick will show you all the trivia and Um, I didn't look up anything in advance. <laughs> I know I put too much weight on you on this one. Um, <laughs> and, but I do see on the wiki that they were talking about how Finn, they, this hubris exchange, Finn, they're like, what, do you know what hubris is, Finn? And Finn's like, no, it's just, it's like the weight the deeds of a deceased person does or something like that. And I'm like, what the 
fuck is he talking about? Apparently, it's a reference uh, to the god Anubis <laughs> um, in Egyptian mythology. Um, now, they do note here. That's that, such a funny, deep hole. Yeah. Oh, my God. Then they note, I don't know if you've seen this, that he actually knows the word hubris in an earlier episode where he uses it properly. Now, kudos to ever whoever that person was watching the show who took note of that and threw this in. I I appreciate you. Um, it's fine. It doesn't make me mad that that's a, you know, the continuity's fuck there. It's fine. Who gives a shit? I guess maybe it, maybe Finch actually misheard Princess Bubblegum, and he actually just thought she said Anubis. Yeah, that would make sense. Oh, because they obviously misheard her direction. Yeah. Take her back. Stake her back. So Finn just can't hear well in this episode. No, they're just kind of off the rockers. This is like not in their A game. All right. Well, we figured that one out. Hey. Problem solved. (laughs) That's what this podcast is all about. Deep analytical conversations about the true meaning of Adventure Time Dialogue. Uh, yeah, that's good. Um, I mean, I think that's the best miscellaneous mania we're going to get out of this. Um, I just want to hear this goddamn song at this point, Eric. One of the reasons I didn't pay that much attention to this episode was because just a few days earlier, um, I was listening to a bunch of songs from Adventure Time, mm-hmm. uh, trying to think of what cartoon song I could cover on my next album. Because I'm already pretty deep in writing stuff for my next album. Um, Where'd you get? And well, I'm not gonna tell you. Okay. Well, I'll tell you off air. But uh, <laughs> uh, I was thinking I should do a Marceline song, probably, for the next time around. And and uh, Cartoon Network has a supercut on their YouTube channel of all the Marceline songs from the show. And there's actually two Marceline songs in this episode. Uh, so this episode episode shows up twice in that supercut, and mm. like they they caption it with like you know this song is from this episode. So I was watching that, and I was like, oh, I'm about to watch this episode for this week's adventure, guys. And I wound up watching like I don't know two or three minutes of the eleven just from that supercut. So I was like, I probably understand what this is about. Yeah. <laughs> um, but the two Marceline songs in this episode are weird. They, they they serve more of a purpose for the episode than being just like bangers. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I, they're both like very avant garde and in like it's cool. The melody it's, on the second one is like a little bit all over the place. It, and, it shows her it, musical depth, Marceline as a character. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I I like how you know they still use bass yeah. as the accompaniment instrument in all of her songs and. Love it. That'd be fun to play with for your next one. Uh, but this episode had two Marceline songs. I don't know. Are there any other episodes that have more than just a single Marceline song? Don't know. I'd venture to say yes, but I. Don't. I mean, I guess I could have checked when I was watching that supercut and see if. <laughs> yeah. What? I don't think I don't think there there are any other multiple Marceline song episodes. You would know better than me. That's something I'm not prepared to speak on today. If there are other episodes that we're missing, send us an email at didyouseethemail at gmail.com. I do. I would like to reference a mail we got this week. Is there a mail song? 
Let's play the Did You See the Mail theme song. Mail. Mail. It's been a while since we heard that one. I think since this is such a uh, music forward ep that it's great that we're playing some of these lesser heard songs. <laughs> um, I just wanted to say we got a really nice email from listener Mimi, who's a bunch of episodes behind. She probably got a little bit of time till she catches up. But uh, when you get here, thanks for the nice email. I, I got to say, you know, we've gotten a couple of these now and it's really great. And it's really nice to hear from our fans and start a bit of a dialogue. Um, so if you feel like doing that, we'd love to talk to you. Did you see the mail at gmail.com? Um, I don't know. We have talked about this. This is for me to be speaking of this as a project with our listeners is so funny, but <laughs> we are going to do something about the, with the Jeff Rosenstock tours and episodes. So if I don't know what the project is, but it feels like we should uh, commu- commune on, on those. So if you're going to one of those shows, just let us know. I don't know, Eric, I'm just speaking out loud right now, but sounds like a Jeffrey's to me. Oh. I just think it'd be funny if we had like from the extended adventure guys universe, including our listeners, like photos at a Jeff show. And like, (laughs) that's what we're posting. Not at comic con or like in adventure time garb, but like at the Jeff show, like that would just be the most fitting thing. What if we organized an adventure guys con in green, in the Warsaw? Yeah. (laughs) Like, Oh, at the venue. Yeah. Like there's a table come to this table. Yeah. That'd be funny. Um, maybe that's what to do. If there's enough of us there, we already know we've- Jeff Rodenstock, Scott Dream Show slash Adventure Guys Con. Oh, at the. <laughs> we know that, uh, you know, Kat, our new friend, is going to be there. So let us know if you're going to be there. Um, it's cool. And they, I don't know. It's just nice to get these emails. And it's nice to hear from you. And it's I, we appreciate you, our listeners. 46 episodes. And if you're still here at the end, it's really goddamn cool. And it's been. As it's been, I don't know, just looking back on the last year and I'm like, I'm glad that we did this, Eric. Yeah. 46 episodes down only like 250 or something to go. Wow. We've, I, I mean, dude, to think we're, we're almost a fifth of the way through the podcast. Like we've made that much of a dent is kind of, I'm impressed by us. So I think, I think I mentioned this idea when we finished doing every episode of the main series, then we should go and watch Adventure Time in order. Like actually start from the beginning uh-huh. and end at the end. And then we should listen to our Adventure Guys podcast about each sequential episode. And our podcast episodes will then be out of order. And then we should do an Adventure Guys podcast about the Out of Order Adventure Guys podcast. That we just listened to. So we watch it in order. We listen to the corresponding ep. Then that week's ep is about the experience we just had watching and listening to our ep. Like a commentary, basically. Yeah. Yeah. I guess Adventure Guys Guys. Yeah. It's a spinoff. <laughs> the spinoff. <laughs> that would be incredible. I thought you were just going to say we should just keep going and just redo all the episodes, but in order. Um, 
and like so we're doing them all a second time with like new perspective but this idea is way more fun yeah i mean technically we wouldn't even have to watch adventure time we would just listen to our podcast episodes in the adventure time air order it's a it's an idea that i'm not gonna <laughs> commit to it right now but i think it's one of the we have like five years or so to to consider it yeah but it's definitely a solid first idea <laughs> it's on the whiteboard yeah it's on the whiteboard it's worth putting up there yeah thanks guys if you if you like the show as a reminder you can throw us some pennies at anchor.fm slash adventure guys podcast and um follow us on instagram rate us on itunes and tell one friend Hey, I like this thing. Check it out. You might like it too. Yeah, maybe there's maybe there's a bunch of new people listening to this episode. I hope so because I'm I'm trying to promote it as like a premiere of a song that I did. Well, that'd be fun. Um, I think so. If you are new, welcome. Uh, and yeah, make sure to check out all the appropriate social media channels because uh, we have a lot of shit out there. Yeah, yeah, we've been doing this for for a second, and it's nice to meet you. If you're new, stick around. <laughs> um, Eric, should for these new folks, should we should we hear that song and say goodbye? Sure. All right. Well, this has been a good ep. Uh, we'll sign off by giving you my cover of Time Adventure. Yeah. All right. Peace out, y'all. Bye. Unforgiving when a good thing
Oh, you know what we didn't do? Did you stop recording? Start recording again. All right, let's re let's let's resync. Okay, okay, yeah. One, two, three, four. One, two, three, four. All right. Uh, here's a bonus clip, I guess. <laughs> So we got so excited uh, about music that we forgot to pick an episode to watch. Oh my next god, week. I totally <laughs> forgot. Yeah, this is a perfect bonus clip. Okay, holy shit, right. I forgot that we. Oh my god. Okay, yeah, come on. That's uh, you know what? I I don't even. Yeah, I don't even have the the song to pick an episode pulled up. We totally space on this. <laughs> what are we gonna watch next week? What are we gonna watch? Episode 50. All right, so that's season two, episode 24, Mortal Folly. Wait, are you sure that it's not? Oh, no, I, I, I Googled it wrong. Okay, Mortal Folly. Dude, so much season two uh, that we've yeah, been getting. I love I'm, it. I'm all about it. Uh, this is an Adam Mudo and Rebecca Sugar episode. Hell yeah. I, I don't remember what it's about maybe uh, well, I'm, we'll find out that's how this works we sure will <laughs> all right good bonus this clip is, <laughs> this is a really bad bonus clip. i know <laughs> i'm ashamed not really maybe maybe i'll find a, a a better bonus clip somewhere in there bonus bonus clip bonus 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 well enjoy that next bonus clip after this one okay bye <laughs> A thing that a lot of people do to like sort of mask poor vocal technique and poor intonation is like a lot of portamento in between notes and, and syllables. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that shit is so difficult to maneuver on Melodyne. It's like when you're all like loosey goosey sliding yeah. around. And it's like it doesn't matter if you're wrong, but just be definite and consistent in your incorrectness. And then it's easier to just push it to where it needs to be. Now that we're in this age of like everything gets treated at least a little bit. It's like, you know, dude, the nineties fucking ruined the way people think you're supposed to sing. That's, yeah. this is my theory. It's like people like Eddie Vedder and Kurt Cobain, like, yeah. like people like their vocal techniques were so fucking weird. And like Eddie Vedder's a good singer. Kurt Cobain was not a good singer, but like, both of them just did like super fucking weird things and Radiohead, man, Tom York is a great singer, but like the portamento is out of control and nobody can sing like Tom York except for Tom York and Matt Bellamy. <laughs> yeah. But everyone wants to try. Dude's like, yeah, like all that fucking shit. Like no, it's, it's really so funny. Difficult. I took, I've taken a uh, vocal lessons twice from two different people and they'd be like, who do you like? And I was like, Oh yeah, I don't know who my singers are. I'm like, you know, I like singers, but they're like, well, why don't we try learning a Radiohead song? 
and they both recommended it to me and I was both like I don't think so. I was like I don't think that's who I'm going for nor like am I going to get there. <laughs> you know. Like well, watch out how he sings. I was like maybe it's cuz you are both like music like singer people and music theater people that you're like you like it. I don't know. <laughs> 